Welcome to SelfDiscoveryMedia.com, where we discover the communities that are making a difference in the lives of others. Our self-discovery is something we are all making on our life's journey. Here you will find the people that will be your guidance, that will be your inspiration, that will be there for you in support on your journey of life. Do enjoy. Our next show is... Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Choose Positive Living right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, and my guest today is Michael Ploggs. He's been here before, and we decided as fellow podcasters to do a show that's going to air on both of our platforms. You know, we're talking about the invisible lesson of COVID. Um, what is it really telling us right now? I know everybody's just really looking at what they're giving up or what they can't do, but let's look at it as an invitation. It's a gift of time. It is something that allows us to uh, reflect, review, renew, and come back out into life in a different way, because sure, we need to do that. Michael says that life has changed right before our eyes because of a silent, tasteless, invisible being. That being here is to teach a lesson about what it means to be connected to life in this universe. We're not standing above all others in life. We are not all important. What we are is uh, another way of seeing particle and waves like the virus who is delivering the message. We all work together and learn to reconnect with our planet, our species, and we shall thrive in the balance of, of nature. If we do not, we are going to be evicted. Sarah says that this is not only a gift of time to reflect, review, and renew our life's path, but also to invite to come together as a human race, all experiencing the same crisis. Mama Earth is not happy with us right now, the way we treat the planet and life on it. So consider this a warning for next time it might be a full-on eviction. So... Michael shows uh, depictions media, and of course, I'm self-discovery media, and uh, you know, it's right now, we kind of feel it's our duty, in a sense, to kind of get the message out there of common sense, of reason, of what does this mm. mean? You know, we hear, see all the time the panic, oh, the virus, it's killed some more people, and oh no, another lockdown, or, do we go back to work, and the economy, we see this all the time, but let us look at the invisible message, and what it really is telling us and look at it as a way of doing things right because as a human race we've been doing things wrong quite a while haven't we Michael oh yeah <laughs> yeah you you think about the 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 large amounts of, of greed and and uh, um, just the difference between um, British Columbia to to uh, to Alberta and we've been fighting over things like uh, who's going to make money off off of an oil pipeline that we're digging up um, the graves of of dinosaurs and and other beings that um, in in burning them in our cars, you know? Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. like, how does our planet really feel about that? Yeah, you know. Yes, yes, and really, what's important, you know, because yeah. it's not like oil is the be all and the end all. You know, there are so many alternatives now that other countries have proven to be more efficient, uh, more ecologically, environmentally friendly, and just as productive in creating profit and jobs. Yes, exactly. There are projects out there that, um, that are being hidden away from the general public that would actually even have a sharing power. And to to uh to us here in, in canada and i'm sure you we we have listeners in the U, in the u.s also when we this talk about everybody. power yeah, <laughs> yeah. we talk about power and we're t actually talking about fuel mm. because it's back to oil yes. <laughs> it's like but there but there can be power without fuel and there's projects that which that we would share the power around the, the globe that are generated without fuel like uh, a fuel yeah. like um like gasoline right well tesla so. you know nicole tesla he did he came up with this free energy over a century ago and his mm -hmm. technology is only now really beginning to be scratched and understood 
and you know had we actually followed his path a lot you know 100 years ago we would be in a different state of being in the world right now because you know the the greed and the power over oil has created many a war and many um a divide and really i think what this message is right now is it's about coming together and having the entire platform uh, planet all suffering the same crisis at the same yes. time all getting the same message stay at home wash hands avoid contact do this for the time period and we will see the virus burn out and it's a way you know now of course zoom i've been doing my shows on zoom for quite a while and now everybody is zooming around the world and connecting and putting on concerts and doing this and doing that and we're there for each other well the common man is there for each other i'm not sure about a few other people but you know this is the invitation right now come and be a part of the solution yeah well we, we uh, unfortunately we we have I'm going to start this off again. With, with, I'm going to say this differently. Fortunately, we have some global leaders that are on board with this. Mm -hmm. um, and unfortunately, the, there are some other world leaders out there that they're looking to stay with the status quo. And yeah. by staying with the status quo, they're divesting from the rest of, of, of the globe. You're, you're literally killing people because yeah. by ignoring this virus, which, you know, as you say, is the silent killer because people don't know they have it until they're in the thick of it. You know, they could be carrying it for a while beforehand. It's not like, you know, a lot of things that can show immediately. This doesn't. This is, you no. could be carrying it for two weeks before it manifests. And how many people actually have the COVID in different levels that aren't being tested you know i think it's a hell of a lot more out there that have had it or having it that can't get tested and then maybe having it on a lower grade level so they don't have to go to the hospital yeah. you know it the fact is it is a killer and those that deny it those that don't just follow the simple protocol you know we're not looking at taking out arms again what is the what is the weapon against the virus it's masks it's screens it's gloves it's garments for our first responders, right? It's getting it's, people it, tested. You know, that's the weaponry we're trying to gather now. Yeah. And the biggest, biggest weapon, unlike any other war that, that we have known throughout the history of mankind, instead of picking up a sword, a gun, or, a, mm -hmm. or dropping a bomb, we have to use our brains. Common sense, yes. <laughs> that's it. It's and it's, like, and that it's, is our, it's our best weapon right yeah. now. Yes, I, I would say a heart as well. You know, the, yeah. the, the, mm -hmm. what we're seeing is, is the people, the true leaders at right now are the people that have stepped into the heart. You know, we're seeing companies donate a million or a billion or a, a hundred million or five million. Uh, you know, um, uh, Rihanna in her, her country of Barbados. You know, she's put together five million and it's taking care of people that are in domestic violence. It's provided testing, it's provided ventilators. Yeah. And, you know, kudos to her. You know, she's made rich off the people. Now she's giving back to the people. And yeah. I think it's going to be a huge review, isn't it, afterwards when we look at the companies that stepped up and those that gouged and try yeah. to profiteer off it. Yeah. Well, um, you... S sorry, I lost you. So, uh, oh. Okay. Okay, I'll cut that bit out at 27. Yeah. Somebody tried to dial my phone. Okay. Yeah. Okay, continue. Okay. Uh, Dr. Tedros of the World Health Organization invited Lady Gaga to come on a, a live broadcast with them because she was donating her time and, and her money. Mm -hmm. Look at how much uh, you talk about Rihanna and Lady mm -hmm. Gaga, all these great entertainers yes. that um, are stepping up to the plate to, to donate money or to donate their time, or they, 
for those who, who may not have um, had the time, they're appearing on social media saying, look, we need to listen to our health officials and do, do what they're asking for. for right. Us. Um, a lot of people think this is, oh, it's out to get me. Or the government's out to get me. You're trying to restrict me. You know, my roots need doing. I want to mow my lawn. You know, and, it's, uh, and we're seeing that on the news. It's like, is that important? You know, there was a, a wonderful Facebook thing today. We're going to discover over these next uh, few weeks that 88% of the blondes in America are not blonde. <laughs> you know? <So>. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? And it's like, embrace it. You know, the, the thing is, when you're looking at stars who are doing all their shows by Zoom now, they haven't got makeup, they haven't got hair, they're doing it all themselves, they're at home. We're seeing them au naturel. In a lot of ways, we're seeing them like us, and so I think there's a better connection because they're not being all kind of glassed over, you know, made to look unreal. And I think that is actually going to be more invitational for people. Oh, look at her. Her roots are showing, you know, and it's, yeah. and it's a way of going, well, you are just like us, not just the TV star, you know? Yeah. Um, for, for those who, who have seen me on, uh, on my YouTube and a few other few other places where I've appeared in front of a uh, of Rogers or a Shaw camera. It's like, yes, I do have gray. <laughs> <laughs> I'm entirely like, gray. <laughs> like, yeah. And you, you, and you look beautiful with it. I like I my color actually. So, you know, I'm glad I, yeah. I did this about three years ago, stopped coloring. And, um, <laughs> and, you know, I think it's, it's again, the priority, you know, a, the old kind of make lemonade out of lemons, isn't it? It's like, okay, so um, who's going to come up with, you know, a, a great fashion for the root showing or, you know, the, the, guy, the, the haircuts that aren't getting done? Um, or who's going to come up with something? Because I did a show with Terry Waldman on the businessmen that, or the businesses that are feeling crucified right now you know for a better word that they can't carry on they can't do business and the difference between the entrepreneur that says i can't do business as usual what can i do that uh you know that i can still be proactive with or still serve the community um that i'm still out there doing something so a lot of it is mindset and how we choose to look at things isn't it yes it is and you said so, so said something really important there that um, some some of those big businesses now I, I am going to going to eliminate um, uh, the CEO from from General Motors and the CEO from um, from the Hilton because they've turned their paychecks back to their employees and said, "Hey, I'm going to give it give it back." Right. So we'll 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 leave those set aside. But a lot of them are are like. Oh my God! How in the world am I going to keep making money? Yeah. And instead of where the entrepreneur is like, okay, you know what? Maybe I can't make the money I was doing before, but how can I serve? Yes. And instead of focusing on how how to increase our paychecks, we need to we need to figure out what is yeah. the best way to serve. What is what is it that my community really needs? And that's one of the really big things that built to help help our global economy be built by small business yes because we did things the other way it's like right. okay i'll take this small step so that i serve a bunch of people and then see what happens in the in the end and we usually come up with a profit right it's 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 the future, you know, it's the public relations for the future business. My, my mm. son has a restaurant, Humble Roots, um, in, in Maple Ridge in Canada. And, you know, he broke, he snapped his um, Achilles heel just as this was happening. And so he's in a cast and he can't come out of it yet because he can't have any therapy. So he's sitting in his restaurant where they closed the restaurant down, but they stayed open for takeout and delivery and he's sitting there at, at the phone desk you know his leg up you know taking calls and people come in one at a time to pick up and they pre-order and he's still you know it it actually would be cheaper for him to close down because um, he's really not making any money that keeps the business alive because it's on a smaller scale but he's doing it because it a serves 
some of his staff to still carry on working and it serves the community and he's changed his hours and he's changed his menu according to what they can produce right now and that's the thing is what can you do do oh i can't do the same oh no you can't right now what can you do to tweak it to change it that benefits your community because when this is over your community is going to remember that you were there for them and that's that is the, the bottom line here yeah. and we we need our community we we're actually leaders in our community oh yeah because and by example of us not appearing um in the big studio right now <laughs> i'm here in 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 the the studio in the back bedroom of of my house <laughs> You know, instead of, instead of the big studio over in Burnaby, because we can't be there right now. Right, exactly. And you know, for both of us, it's important that we keep we keep the message out there. Stay strong. Mm -hmm. You know, use your common sense. This we will get through. How do we get through it? You know, I'm sure you've done shows on depression and mental health and and how to build your immune system and all of that. You know, it's we're still in service here. You know, we may not be getting paid for it. Um, that's our contribution at the present time. But we're still in service here to keep the Infusam, to keep the message out there and to let people know, if you don't know what to do, take a listen here because this is somebody who's sharing their expertise. Yeah. And that's what our responsibility is right now. Keep, keep everybody up and, and give them solutions that can help them, you know, on their daily lives right now. Yeah. One of the, one of the big things that that people need right now, uh, and we're talking about things like the depressions and things like that. Depressions push our vibration down. Yes. And our vibration starts to affect our pH levels, and in our immune systems are affected by that pH system, and that allows the virus to be introduced into our personal ecosystem by keeping up our vibrations all those things we and we stay healthier and we can coexist with with the virus yes. without it attacking us right you know? yeah i mean actually there's there's two canadians that have come up with some wonderful things uh, one of them is um it, it's a uh, almost like a radar machine and it tests people's temperatures and it can do up to 30 people at a time so people getting on the ferries getting on the planes getting anywhere where there's a group um, it will immediately pick up with somebody with a temperature over the regular amount and then they can immediately suss that person out instead of the one at a time you know and that is a right. great innovation the other one is rather like the pregnancy test you prick put the blood in the thing and it gives you three things i believe one of them it tells you whether you've had the virus or not it tells mm. you whether you have the the um the ability to give blood so that they can make an antidote for the virus and it tells you something else but there's three things the sad thing is this has been used in america it's been used elsewhere in the world but unfortunately here in canada they're blocking it and I don't understand why. Well, what if one of the tests is wrong? With the multiple, you can test people. If they've already had the virus, maybe they're part of the cure. Also, maybe they could be part of the workforce that gets back, right? So it's, but, you know, Canadians come up with it. This was needed. And, and look at how many people have turned their garages into 3D printers to, to create masks. And how many people have actually turned their, got their sewing machines out to make masks and gowns and everything. I mean, I love the innovation that's coming out of this. Yeah. Um, my, my wife is a, is a crafty person and she came up with these bands that um, they, it goes across the back of your head so that the mask doesn't bite into your ears. Oh, that's a good idea. Right. Yes. Yeah. 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 And it's like it, people are, are coming up with great things mm -hmm. to to help us be able to wear the personal protection and to help protect each other from uh, from what the virus can do. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, you know, again, we went back right at the beginning, common sense. You know, mm -hmm. when you, wherever you go, you know, if you're, if you're traveling, if you're in a store, wear the, wear the gloves. 
right? Mm -hmm. You don't know what other, other people have touched. We know it's on services. Wear the gloves. You know, when you get home or wherever you are going next, take those gloves off and wash them. Still wash your hands. Wash your face, right? Um, and if you have been in an area where you think it might have been saturated, wash your clothes. And uh, you know, bear in mind that even the uh, products that you've bought, you don't know if people have touched them. So if you can wash the services, wash your vegetables. Even if you soak them yeah. in lemon water, you know, the thing is, as I said, as I pointed out to someone again, this isn't a war where we're waiting for the next bomb or someone to come in with guns and shooters or, you know, uh, being taken off to concentration camps. This is something where we've been asked to stay home, to be clean and to be sensible. And when you look at the history of pandemics, one of the reasons why they spread so quickly is sanitary, uh, sanitization was not there. Toilets weren't there, running water wasn't there, soap wasn't there, and this is the reason why it spread so quickly. Our weapon right now is cleansiness. Yeah, well, you, you're, you're leading me back to uh, two, two very famous pandemics. Um, one, of course, is the Black Plague mm -hmm. through, through Europe. Um, the other one, the really, really, really big one, um, was in the, in the, in the ex, an extinction of the great beast, the, the mm. giant beaver, the woolly mammoth. It was actually a virus mm. that actually took all, the, all those animals down and they were all mammals. Wait a second. Are we mammals? Yes. We're animals, right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, like, so we don't follow follow the the example. How we survived the Black Plague is we learned how to treat and clean the wounds so that in the pustules so that the person got healthy again. Yes. Yes. And you know, paying attention. There's actually a, a show called Fortitude. I watched this when I was in England a couple of years ago and um has been waiting for it to come here and finally it's here on regular TV and it's it's about a place where it's just snow all the time it's basically an island of ice and these kids find a mammoth and then um, somebody wants to dig it up and profit from it and what's going to unravel is the fact that this mammoth had a virus in it and that how it's going to affect the community and nobody's putting two and two together and so you know it's it's kind of quite interesting is that history is always a wonderful lesson but we stay yes. to stand there like stan and all go you know just look back <laughs> to history and learn from it <laughs> yes it's exactly it it's like we 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 know what we need to do because it's to end into us through our ancestry. Yeah, exactly. And we are, I think, you know, I think one of the corrections we're getting right now is humans, do you need to go around and be as busy as you are day in and day out? Um, do you need as, as much consumerism? Do you need as much food as you consume and then waste? Do you need the next phone, the next car, the next this, the next that? Do you need all of that? Because this is what's really kind of rape and pillaging our, our world. Our world cannot sustain our greed. And we have really got to actually look at this point. Look at the planet right now. The animals are coming out on the streets. They're coming out everywhere. The pollution, the skies are clearing up. The planet is going, oh, thank you. Thank you. I can breathe, right? Mm -hmm. We cannot go back to business as usual when this, when this is all over. We cannot do that because, as I said, next time we'll be evicted. You know, we've got yes. to look at what, why did we get this virus? Right. And, and some say it came from the bats in China. And what are they doing? They've opened up the markets of exotic animals again. Why are they not banned forever? Right. So, you know, the whole point is, is what are we going to do differently? Because we cannot go about the same old. And do we have to we have to have a review of our own life It's like, do I give time to myself? Am I just chasing satisfaction all the time because I'm not looking in? 
I'm not finding the satisfaction within myself. And I think this yeah. is a, a, a really good time to take the time to reflect, isn't it? It is an excellent time to, to reflect and really think about what is, what really is important. Mm. It's like, do we, like you said, the, 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 the excessive food, the excessive toys, right? Mm. Do we really need to, yeah. do we really need, need all those toys, you know? Well, of course, the next thing we're looking at is the, you know, the, the iPhone 5. And this is causing a whole load of controversy. And it's like, do we need it? Do we need our phones to be faster? Do we need, you know, we, we constantly talk about, you know, um, Android's taking over. Hello, it already has. You know, the phone that you're glued to all the time that you can't put down, that you can't stop looking at, that you've become a slave to right? Yes. It's already made you into a robot, right? It's not about looking at the robots coming out and the androids. It's making us the robots. It, that, is, that is exactly it. We're, we're becoming uh, cyborgs. Mm -hmm. you, you're, you're reminding me of um, one of my favorite TV shows, since you brought up TV shows, um, is uh, Doctor Who. Yes. The Cybermen. Yes. yes. It's like, yes. how many do we walk around with, with, with earpieces yes. plugged into our head? And that was one of the, one of the episodes. That was how the, one of the ways how the Cybermen got started was right. th they were plugged in. It was like to, to our, right into our very thoughts. Yeah. So, and you know, what are we seeing now? Oh, you can put a chip in you for trapping, tracking. You know, and, and yes. I, I, like, no, <laughs> get away with me with that thing. There was a wonderful poster that was put out that was done 100 years ago. And it was somebody's interpretation of what the world would be like in 100 years. And you've got people with headphones on talking into round things like phones. And you have things in the background that look like helicopters. And this was an artist's interpretation 100 years ago. And so, you know, it's, Knowing this, and how many movies do we see out there of the cyborg or, you know, the, the what is it? Uh, I always forget the name. It's a, it's a wonderful thing where a guy creates androids, for a better word, and they become more intelligent than them. Um, yeah. I can never say the word because it it's not one of those titles that stays with me. But, you know, <laughs> it, but at the same time, it is... Are we in danger of becoming that? Because we are placing so much emphasis on devices that, you know, uh, look what's happening with our kids. Google, Siri, they don't go and investigate or look up information like, you know, like we did in the library or reading a book. It's like, just give me the information. That reminds me of um, not a Twilight Zone and Outer Limits where everybody had this chip in their head and all they, you know, if they wanted to know something, ask the question and the chip, the computer would give it to them. And there was one guy, mm -hmm. the chip didn't work in his head and he read and, and he wrote and he was considered an idiot. Well, the computer that was 200 years old that nobody managed anymore went down and he ended up being the teacher and having to teach everybody how to think for themselves, how to look up information, how to write. And, you know, the tables turned. And I think this is the thing we've, I think that we're looking at today is, um, you know, are we paying attention? Are we losing our humanity to these, all these devices and, yeah. and, and the need, oh, I must have it, I must have it. Yeah, I, I, I guess we're, we're coming up on, on um, almost 80, 80 some years with, with, uh, since, since Albert Einstein in, in his prime. But mm -hmm. he said, if, um, a society that depends on nothing but devices and pays more attention to a screen than they do the person sitting next to them, mm -hmm. we would, he would show us a, a, a society full of idiots. Yeah. Yes. And this is the man who's, he's the, he's the grandfather to, to a lot of the technology that we actually have. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, it's just because you can invent it. The question is, should I? Just because we can do it, should we? You know, mm -hmm. the, the atomic bomb. 
just because you could, should you, if it's not such a mass destruction and causes so much devastation for years to come, should we? I mean, I think this is the thing. We, we, we've got to stop and think, haven't we? And, and go, just because yeah. we can, should we? Where is our restraint? You know, the, the theories that created, of, of particle physics that created that atomic bomb, um, again, Albert Einstein was part of that, and, and others like him, they were all part of that conversation. They fought against that bomb being created. Mm-hmm. But again, they knew it could be done, but there's a way better way of doing things than than building a bomb out of of that. I mean, if you look at the last over 100 years and you look at the technology that's been put towards war and just a better way of killing each other, you know, now you've got drones that just go over and obliterate. No accountability. You're not facing the soldier face to face. You're taking anybody out that's in, in its way. And, you know, it's just become rather like a, a video game and no accountability for it. And it's like, if you take that same money, that same creativity, and you put it into investing into humanity, into creation, into solutions, what a different world we'll be in. Why do we still have a world where 1.5 billion people still don't have running water or toilets? Yeah. Let's take yep. some of that warm money and start putting it into people, being able to sustain themselves and have the dignity of at least a bathroom and water, being able to plant and grow their own food. Let's relook at our lives. And, you know, and of course, wars are being suspended at the present moment, aren't they? Yes, they are. Probably the first time in how, many, how long? Um... I'm just my brain scanning through history and it's coming up with this is the first time ever. <laughs> yes, because there's always been <laughs> a war a somewhere. The Homo sapien, right? Yeah, there's yeah. always been a war. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it, so the the virus itself, while we're sitting around and we're and we're being afraid and um and we're stressing out, it's like let's look at some of the positive things that this has mm-hmm. actually done. It's like, it has brought us closer to our immediate families, those who yeah. actually live under the same roof as us, you know, those who may live in, you um, may live in, in the same condo or something like that. And maybe you've, you've come together uh, over, over this as, as a common ground. Mm-hmm. And you have more communication with your neighbor in mm-hmm. that way. I've seen um, pictures of the the upstairs neighbor in Spain. He got sick with the virus and he had to leave his, of course, the dogs left behind, right? Mm-hmm. The neighbor is lifting up a bowl of food up to the next balcony so that he can protect and feed the neighbor's dog. Being there for each other, right? Yeah. Being there yeah. for each other. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is, this is what it's... Amazing stories about. around. Yes. I mean, I mean, just, you know, we have here in, in, in Vancouver and, and BC, and I'm sure it's throughout Canada, seven o'clock, you know, people are out there with their pots and pans and their sounds, you know, in, in gratitude to all our forefront people, the nurses and the doctors and all the service people, you know, we, we forget about the bus driver that is constantly putting themselves at risk. The people that work in the grocery stores, um, the truckers that have nowhere to go to eat or sleep because everything's closed down, but they're still getting products to our markets. And, you know, never mind poor nurses and the doctors on the forefront there and the janitors and everyone else that have got to keep up for it. You know, I think if we stepped in gratitude right now and we seriously looked at the people who are putting themselves out for us, I think it's, you know, it's a time for us to then go, okay, if they're sacrificing that, we don't want you to sacrifice yourself. But what we do want you to do is look at what can be your contribution. What can you do? Even if it is just helping a neighbor out with a dog or a cat or groceries or something else. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, there's a lot of that going around. Um, our our province put it, put into put into place um, the two on one service for for seniors so that they can call in to get help. But we as able bodied people can 
call in to say, hey, is there someone in my area that I can go help? Yes. Pick up groceries for or walk their dog or do something for them. You know, mm-hmm. get, pick up their medicine for them, you know, because they don't want to go to the pharmacy. This is, this is, I've been saying it for a long time, you know, that the universe was going to come and shake us up, to wake us up, for us to step up and change it up. And that something was going to happen to the entire world that was going to bring us together. I didn't know what it was. And here we are. We have never in the history of time have we had every country facing this. And we're all in it together. This is one common enemy. And the positive attitude, the high immune system, the common sense and the being there for each other is what's going to beat it. But also that invitation for us to all unite must not go out the door when we go back to our normal lives, which is not going to be going back to life as we know it. This is the invitation to change how we conduct ourselves in our lives on all fronts in the future, now, forever. I I think we're headed for a grand new normal Mm -hmm. where we all uplift each other. Yes. Yay. (laughs) In everything that you said in in that statement, you kept saying up, up, up. And that's what we need is to be up and aware. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yes, it's scary. You know, I have a cousin-in-law who who, um, got the virus and, and he was three weeks, you know, in the tube in the, in the incubator. And he's literally only just come out of it now. And finally, they've taken the tube out, put him in a different ward. He's beginning to breathe on his own. Finally, actually could say his first word. And, you know, it's, I'm so happy, you know, for him. And Mm -hmm. you think of all the people that have lost their lives with no family there. They can't do the funeral. They're on their own. And it's, it is a nasty killer and it's killing many, many people. But at the same time, we've also got so many people living through it, coming out of it and, you know, being able to now turn around and help other people because of it. So this isn't a time to give in to the fear. Be aware. Again, mm-hmm. back to the common sense. Don't go and put yourself out there vulnerably in a crowd. Don't be anywhere in a crowd. You know, when, when my 86-year-old landlady and I go for a walk, we walk along the promenade where there's big wide berth and we just keep zigzagging to keep our distance from people. And we're getting some good fresh air. Or we go for a drive with the window down. And when we're in a grocery store, we're up with our plastic gloves and with our mask. And, you know, that's the thing. Don't give in to the fear, but please be smart about it. Yes. I mean, we, there's no, no room for all the arrogance on this. Yeah, well, we're seeing that, you know. Obviously, there's a, a neighbor of ours here in Canada where we are seeing people think it's a hoax still. You know, um, Brazil, they're doing nothing, no preparation. And this already was a, you know, um, Venezuela was already a place that was devastated anyway. We're seeing certain countries that are still ignoring this and then we're seeing other countries where it, women leaders and you know that have literally pulled up their mama sleeves and going okay and they stepped mm-hmm. up to the plate right and they have far less cases and they you know they're already turned that curve so it's if you're going to go around and say well it won't affect me or it's got nothing to do with me give me back my life i want it then that selfishness is going to end up killing someone and it might just be you. Right. Personally, I'm looking at it from the perspective of, it's like, I am grateful for what is happening, grateful for for the opportunities it's going to bring because it's going to show me the silver lining and what my new and fantastic normal is going to be. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I mean, right now we're all using these devices and that's the thing. We're not knocking devices. Both of us use devices to do our work and to reach people. Um, And it's not in place of, of human contact, although we don't have it right now as much as we would like, but it, you know, it's still a wonderful gift. The internet is an incredible gift. Could you imagine the world right now? And this couldn't have been done a hundred years ago with people not being able to communicate with each other. They would have gone mad. Now we have this, yes. right, where we can 
we can Zoom or Skype or, or phone someone and chat with them. Um, you know, I seem to do text talks with my, with my kids. I don't know, I think they just don't quite know that the phone actually goes to your ear and you can talk to someone. <laughs> <It's text>. <laughs> <laughs> or, or Facebook. But we've been having Zoom games night with everybody joining in. And the thing is, use these devices right now. They are a wonderful gift of connection. Uh, this is a perfect time to catch up on all those wonderful podcasts. doesn't matter if it was about the virus or not. There is so much wisdom and information on the people that we interview. You know, this is the time to, to absorb it all because that is what's going to give you the tools and the skills to adjust to the new way of living. Yeah. Well, I'll be honest, honest with you that, um, yes, we have over on my end, we have been broadcasting all of the hard news, or as much of the hard news as, as one can possibly broadcast around what is actually happening. You know, the, the messages from the government and the messages from, from, dip, from uh, health leaders and things like that. But on the other hand, it's like, okay, so we got all that. And if you keep feeding into that, right. you're just going to keep stressing yourself out so i have um messages from from people like um katherine johnson who is a um a coach to help you just help you figure out the silver lining to every obstacle you ever have mm -hmm. i have um uh karen tyrell talking about how you can virtually get inside of the care home so that you can talk to mm. your mom and dad who are locked down right now. Right. And just, and, and believe me, those people desperately want to hear your voice. Yes. Desperately. It helps them. Yes. You know? Yes. Um, and then uh, Paula Scaper, who is, who is an expert marketing strategist for small business talking about how you actually need to communicate with your customers. Mm. It, it just means, you know, th this guy here, it does fit against your ear and you can talk into <laughs> it. <laughs> and, and it doesn't weigh a ton. So you can pick it up and, and, and talk to your, uh, your, your clients that, that you serve. Right. Right. And I know I've had the, the pleasure, yeah, we have addressed, you know, uh, around the virus, you know, how it's affecting people's lives, how it's affecting people, maybe with their health or, uh, you know, their, their emotional state or their business. And, you know, I've had some wonderful people. I've got um, uh, Megan, um, more, sorry. Um, yeah, Megan. Megan Edge here on the aromatherapy, building up our immune system and how just, you know, having a diffuser keeps the air clean and everything. Um, and then the emergence of the total woman with Linus Woods and, and Dr. Shirley Neglo. And Dr. Shirley Neglo is back on again with me next week, where it is talking about which, you know, the women leaders that have stepped up right now and how we can also find the leadership within ourselves. And Terry Wilderman, you know, on, on uh, the, the intuition leadership and uh, uh, John North on, you know, business or the time to write your book or how to prepare for the future. I mean, this is the thing that all of these people are coming together and sharing their expertise with you on, on what we can do right now uh, in the now. And if we can't generate the money because it's simply out there. <clears throat> but how we can still serve our clientele because that's seeding for tomorrow. As I said, right back at the beginning, those that are serving our community right now in any which way, even if it's just seeding or reaching out to clientele and saying, can I do anything for you? You know, I'm there for you, are going to be the people that are remembered down the road. Companies like 3M who have put their prices up to provide masks in uh, uh, you know the profiteers are going to be companies that people won't want to deal with so yeah. this is a time for you to step into your PR and to reach out to your clientele and just check to see if they're okay right I mean in check in with authenticity yes and and real concern for them 
Yes. You know, that, 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 that yeah. real friendship. Yes. You know? Yeah. This isn't a time to say, sign up now, sign up now. You know, I know we all still need to make money. Um, but, you know, the thing is, is that a lot of people out there are not making money. And the last thing they've got is money for a, for a course. So, all right, you can't give your courses away free. This is your platform. But what tidbits of information can you give away free right now? And then when people have got back into the money, they're going, you know, I really enjoyed that. I'm ready to take the course now. So it's, you've got to look at it as, you know, the seeding and the promotion for the future, but giving people what they need in their hands right now, dealing with the situation that they're dealing with. Yes. It, you know what, what, what people really, really need right now is to know that they have a friend. Yes, you've got a who, friend. Who wants to empathize with yeah. them. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, I didn't know you sung too. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you've got to get up every morning with a smile on your face and show the world all the love in your heart. Yeah. Um, I had her as my intro music there for a while, good old Carol King. And, you know, I think this, going back, it's hard. This isn't a time for calculation. This is the time for your heart to step up for your spirit to step up. Mm -hmm. This is the time for you to care and to show the kindness. You know, however brave people have been on the surface, there's still an undercurrent in the background of, you know, like I'm doing all the things I need to do to stay safe, but that what if, you know, I'm a bronchiolasthmatic. If I get it, it's going to be very detrimental for me. But when I do go out, I follow the common sense. And I also put out there, no COVID, you and I are not going to be friends. Don't even bother come knocking up my door. And I think that vibration out there that I'm not going to be in fear. I'm not saying that when I'm at home, sometimes it doesn't come up from behind. And, you know, you, I have other ailments and they have the same symptoms as, as the virus. And immediately you're going to think virus. It reminds me when the movie Jaws came out. I'm dating myself here in the mid seventies. I was in South Africa and uh, we didn't have TV then. And so when you went to see a movie, they would show little snippets of a movie to come, but what they were playing on the radio was the music. And I went out swimming one day and I went out a bit too far in the sea and I, okay, all right, I've got to go back, but I could literally lay on the water and I was allowing the water to kind of take me back in resting and all of a sudden I start feeling things swimming underneath me like this you know and immediately what started playing Durham Durham and I started seeing sharks everywhere they weren't but I started seeing them everywhere we've got Mm -hmm. to be careful of that little hysteria the CNN thing taking a pimple and making it into a volcanic eruption we've got to be careful that we don't feed into it because it's very easy that it can get its claws into you yes Yes. Um, we don't. We don't have to play into the hysteria. No. But fear is is, is a true tool, mm. a tool that has helped our species survive the saber-toothed tiger, so that we have this, the spires that we have now. Yeah. Um, and when we use that tool that our ancestors created in, in our brains um, or if evolution, however you want to put it, put, the, put those hormones into our brains so that we need to turn and run. Mm. We can actually use the same tools, the same hormones to, okay, wait, I need to think, I need to figure out. And then filter is like, so that, okay, that one makes me feel really bad wait, this message over here, okay, they're making sense. Uh, yeah, okay, but I feel better about that. Mm. We can figure out how to use the fear and get through what is what is actually true and what is going to help us survive. And, and in the end, we're going to, when we get through this, we're going to have a much better world. Oh, yeah. I just know it. Yes, definitely. And this is why it actually needs to, be extended at least to 18 months from beginning to end because that's the only way the change is going to be able to take a grip you know if we all go out now we're going to forget about the last few months 
and everybody's going to go mm -hmm. out in crowds and do everything again. If it's constantly delayed or it's going to be only half capacity restaurants and no big events and all of that, and it's going to be a slow integration over a good 18 month period, they might even say two years, then we're going to see our lifestyle change on all fronts. And so be patient, you know, be persistent. If you have got to shift and change and go into a different direction in your life, do it. You know, don't. Mm -hmm. There's a wonderful book called Who Moved My Cheese by Spencer Johnson, MD. And it's about, <laughs> do you know it? It's a great book. Yeah. Two, yeah. two mice and two men over the cheese. And one day the cheese is gone. And it's the four different reactions. And I'm a true colors coach. So I have four different personalities reacting to the loss of the cheese. And people, some people right now are reacting to the loss of their freedom or to the mm -hmm. loss of, of what you know the norm was and the others are, are sniffing and scurrying out new ways and and you know horace uh, is out there going okay i have to adjust to this and hem is like i'm going to sue somebody give me back and those are the people that will get left behind because change is inevitable it's already in process and if you don't change along with it you will get left behind yes yes it, you definitely will be left behind yeah and right now, it, um, relaxing and understanding that, hey, I don't need to have all of that stuff, mm -hmm. you know? I also don't so, need, yeah. I just don't need to be in hate. I don't need to be in no. fear. I don't need to be in, you know, in righteousness or entitlement. I don't need any of that because what does that do? It puts you in a state of anger the whole time, a state of discord. What happens with that dis-ease? It creates disease. And then the body mm -hmm. breaks down, the mind breaks down. We're asking people right now to have love, kindness, and caring for one another. And that is the energy that's going to get us through. And that, you know, the self-discovery of their own love within yourself, the love that you can bring out to other people, that is truly the new currency of the yes. world. Yes, that, that is going to be the new currency. And that is, will be what the new economy will be all about. Yes, so. I like that economy. <laughs> you <laughs> <So> know, why? <laughs> you know, you know, I say to people, if you're going to make a shitload of money, that's fine, as long as it's done ethically and not on the backs of pain of others. But understand that it is other people that help you make that money. So what are you going to do to seed opportunities for other, other people? You know, my, right. my, my landlady who still works, she's turning 87 in July. She still works as a demo woman. Well, her job has pretty well been obliterated and she needed that money in order to stay in her own home, you know, and, and just keep her head above water. Well, she applied, you know, for the subsidy and she's got that. And immediately she says, okay, I need to donate to the food bank and I need to donate to an animal place, make sure animals are getting food. And automatically it's about what can I do? How can I give back? And it's not necessarily the money, but it's knowing that she's been given the gift of this peace of mind and she wants to pay it forward. Yes. Paying forward is, is, is a really good step. So yeah. What can we do for others? It, it, that really is the real gift that comes back to us, isn't it? When we've made a difference to someone else, when we've helped someone else, that really is the gift that you're getting. It's so warming to know that you've made a difference in someone else's life. And it's not about, oh, your ego, look what I did. It's about that life person's life is better or shifted or is more positive because of an action that you took. And that is really the currency that we're talking about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's, that currency has always been in existence before the paper stuff came about. Yeah. Yes. The commute, the village was only as strong as everybody's participation, right? Mm -hmm. And I think this is, we've lost our ability to have community. We'll go in, into a crowd, but we're in a crowd of mass hysteria or mass energy. We've forgotten how to have that simple folk fest of, of simple instruments in there where everybody is coming together and, uh, and contributing in whatever way. And that's really where we're at. What is your contribution? So... So yeah. my love, who have you got coming up for us in the future? How do people come on your show? Please do share all that information. 
Well, it's kind of simple. There's a contact page at depictions.media. And is that depictions.media.com? Or just no, depictions. it is depictions.media. Yeah. Um, I was lucky when, when I turned our blog into, um, in, I, I had to expand it. And when I went to expand it and expand the, uh, the subscription, it asked me if I wanted a domain name. And what was listed there was depictions.media. So all she had to do was remember depictions media and it's there. Right. Uh, so go to the contact page at depictions.media, or you can call me directly at 778-389-6948, and we'll uh, figure out what, what, you, what it is that your story is and how you want to help people, and, and that gives us uh, all the stepping stones to a wonderful conversation that will be... Um, will be aired and put out so that people can contact you and find out how you service our community. Right. And your podcasts are just audio, not video as well at this point. Yeah, they're all audio for right now. Um, we will be, when this is all over with, uh, we've, we were building up some wonderful relationships where we can actually do uh, some more video um, and having having some audiences sit in seats while the interviews were happening and everything. And so we'll, we'll get back to that. Um, I guarantee that, that we were never going to have large audiences to begin right. with. Yeah. Um, intimate. Very intimate uh, audiences. But now I guess we'll have to space the chairs out a little better. <laughs> <laughs> we adjust. We adjust. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's yeah. not about, I mean, you know, I'm sure you get this. How many people listen to your show? And I always say this, all those that are ready to listen. And, you know, we yes. are, we're like a library. We put out the information. And when you're ready to pick that book or pick that show, you're ready to hear what's in there, what the content is. We can't dictate who listens or who takes it in or who reaches out to someone once they've listened. We are a media company where we put out the media for other people to access. And that's all that we are. So we, you know, how many people listen? all those that are ready to, to hear and it goes out to our various platforms where there's a lot of listeners and but not every show is listened to by everybody because it all depends on what is uh, relative in their lives at the time yeah it, i've had had some shows that before this had very few uh mm. downloads and listened to uh and then this all happened and people became interested they wanted mm. to hear what that was and then at the same time, some of the shows that before this were were very well listened to are not so listened to now because right. people don't need that message. They need this message. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, you know, we just keep putting it out. Your depictions media and I'm selfdiscoverymedia.com. And I also have a questionnaire there too. And uh, um, be our guest. I also have um, uh, mentors. Um, where you can become a mentor, a membership mentor. And so we do a why show on your why, the journey to why you're doing what you're doing right now. And we also do a show on what your services are, what your business is, and that's the mentor show. And uh, the mentors platform is, is slightly different. So whether people come in and see your services and they want to know your why or hear your why and want to see your services, it's all there. And, it, um, uh, and, and, and it's about people how can you serve them going through life, you know, uh, with the similar circumstance or similar situation of what they have gone through. Um, but, and I have 18 different genres. So there's so many different platforms here, whether it's business, health, music, sensuality, children, mental health, you name it, it's stacks of it there. And it's all about, um, us getting the message up. That's really what it is. You know, yeah. mine is on the, our own self discovery through, listening to the journeys and the stories of other people and their skills and tools of wisdom that they now share with us. And my God, there's some people out there that have gone through an amazing journey and who they are today and what they're doing today is absolutely extraordinary, isn't it? Yes. It, it, there's some extraordinary uh, messages out there. Um, one person that I talked about earlier, uh, Catherine Johnson, 
she has done everything she has done um, with finding the silver lining to the obstacles mm-hmm. when her very first obstacle was at birth. Yes. Where she, her and her mother had trouble, trouble bringing her into the world and she was uh, deprived of air for a minute or two and she now has cerebral palsy. But if she didn't have the cerebral palsy, maybe she wouldn't have the drive that she has yeah. to help people the way she does. Yes. I've had the honor of interviewing a few people with that and, and with multiple cirrhosis and, and people who have been mm-hmm. burnt all over their bodies and people with no arms and people that are blind. Um, uh, uh, harder. I can't do deaf people because of course they obviously can't hear you and, and it makes it a little harder, but, but yeah, I mean, it just, when you hear their stories, you know, one Keshi was on America's Got Talent she was burnt 65% of her body and yet she mm-hmm. still got out there and stood up just, you know, disfigured. She admitted herself and performed and just won the hearts of America and around the world. I've had the honor of interviewing her three times and every time she leaves me with something extremely profound and she's just a wonderful soul that, you know, wasn't my time to die. I'm just going to do what I can do. And music is her way of, of getting through things, but at the same time of sharing her love of life. And so they always leave as a gift, don't they? Yes, they do. Everybody I, I've, I've ever interviewed, I have to say, has been beautiful. Yeah. We are the lucky ones because we get to interview them. And, uh, you know, it's, it's wonderful mm-hmm. to to cross interview with a fellow podcaster because I know this is going to be on your show as well. And, uh, you know, we're out there supporting one another because again, we're, we're building that library of wonderful information that are the tools and the, the wisdom to help other people on their own journey. So I'm grateful for the people that have come on, including you. And I know you're grateful for the people that have come on and it's, um, we're open yes. to, to more illumination. Yes, uh, I'm. I'm so glad that we that we connected. That first time we connected, um, I guess it was almost two years ago now. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. Please go back and listen to a show that he did with me <laughs> back there. It's actually on his shame show page. So you just go selfdiscoverymedia.com slash Michael plugs and it will come up his uh, his shows there, both shows, and uh, and listen to the journey that brought him to where he is now and today of yeah. course was the lesson you know the invisible lesson of covid and uh, what we can do about it you know they say god never gives us more than what we can handle and this is the test right now how much can we handle and i think if we constantly look at things in gratitude i am grateful that there, there aren't bombs everywhere i'm grateful that this mm-hmm. is you know a, a, such a vicious virus like the plague or you know like a few others in the past that just wished through with the wind and just annihilated people you know this is still manageable and we can still be productive and it really just comes down to our attitude and our gratitude yes yes Gratitude is a great attitude, right? Yes, it is. Be grateful (laughs) for what you do have and what you can do right now. Stop griping or whining about what you have had to give up. You know, we've all in that boat, we've all had to give something up. And it's like, just, you know, let it go, let it go, let it go, right? Because it's about the invitation for renewal. You know, what can you do now? What are you seeding for tomorrow? What's this new world going to look like? And don't forget, you're a part of it. So what you do today is going to lay out the platform for tomorrow. That's right. Wonderful. Thank you, Michael. This has been great having you on here again. Any final messages you want to leave with someone? I am going to address one last thing as I thank you for for having me. Um, God... uh, doesn't give us any more than he than we can handle if we hold faith in everything that he has created true very true that faith is that we're not in it alone whether we have mm-hmm. anybody physically around us or not we always have the beautiful energy of god universe spirit whatever you want to call it within us we've got to understand that life is an inside job this is a time to go in and switch that volume up that vibration up that trust and faith up because it right. is what will lead you forward so 
Thank yes. you, Michael. And to Thank everyone you. else. Yeah. Everyone yeah. out there, we've got your back, right? We've got your back. That's We're there great. for you. And we're there for you and we'll yeah. keep on bringing shows to you that are just going to inspire you or comfort you or educate you or just you know be there for you that's what we're here to do we, our job is to transfer the needed information to your ears yes exactly and give you some solutions and tools and inspiration that begets an invitation for you to take with you on your path in life so thanks a lot michael thank you you have and a great day. You too, honey. You too. Until next time, folks, remember, change is not your enemy. It's your invitation. This is a time to get creative. It's a time to be in wonderment. What can you contribute? What can you change about your life? Because life is changing for you. Please adjust. Until next time, bye for now. We hope you enjoyed the show. We look forward to bringing you more shows please go to selfdiscoverymedia.com slash shows and you will see the incredible lineup of genres and shows that we have for you. We are here to make a difference in your life. Thank you for listening.